0: Thriving in Singleness, episode 31. This is the Thriving in Singleness podcast, where it's not about surviving, but thriving in this chapter of your life. Here's your host, Tom DeLong. Hello and welcome to the Valentine's Day special of Thriving in Singleness. Today we have our first returning guest, Faith and Faith, how you doing?
1: I'm doing great.
0: Great, great to have you back. And it's so exciting because a lot has happened since we aired the last episode we did together. That was June 1st. I just checked. And so here we are, six Seven months later. Uh we're recording pre-Valentine's Day, of course, because I got a plan ahead. So what has happened in your life since we last got to do an episode?
1: <laughs> well, I'm not single anymore.
0: <laughs> whoa, whoa. All right. So uh tell us a story about about how you met what what's his name?
1: Uh Will Offit.
0: Will Offit? Yes. All right. So tell me, tell me how you met Will.
1: So I'll throw it right back at you because okay. um, I was listening to the Thriving in Singleness podcast and it was All either right. one that was done by Destiny or Jody. but okay. um, I learned that she mm-hmm. was a happy single and then she met this guy online. And just that seed of like hearing people having happy relationships meeting online kind of probably got me subconsciously thinking that that was okay. Cause I never really had thought that Like coming from my background, I never really considered that as an option of meeting people or anything, but so inadvertently it was actually your podcast that started me thinking that way. And also several clients, I was meeting several of my clients had met together online and they were in good relationships. And so I was just like getting used to this idea. And, um, well, if I back up a little bit in June, I kind of moved out of the, um, community living. I was like renting from people and I was living with people. And so I was living with a family in a house and renting from them. But I moved out on my own and I kind of was hit with, wow, it's quiet. (laughs) (laughs) And that was kind of, um, I was happy. I was fulfilled. I was so busy. Um, I got to go to Haiti. That was so fun. Nice. Um, Although it was kind of, a crucial turning point because I realized that I really wasn't quite a fit for the clinic for like I was thinking maybe I'll go to Haiti long term and just serve there for years. but mm-hmm. when I went down there, I kind of realized that there's nothing it was awesome trip, but I just realized that I really wasn't a perfect fit for there, which I might be a better fit at other places, but yeah, it kind of closed that door for me so okay. i came back i came back august um mid august and I was about to start the next um was about to start the next semester of nursing school. Mm -hmm. And this ad came up on my phone for this dating app called Upward, a Christian dating app. Upward. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Not
0: familiar, but yeah.
1: No. And I was like, I had just been like honestly thinking through these things, like, okay, I'm alone, I would like to meet people, but am I meeting anyone? No, like there's not young guys at my church. I'm not part of a youth group i'm a little bit older i'm twenty seven I'm not mm-hmm. part of a um young people's group, really, except i'm the city kids ministry is different i'm, I'm yeah, like working with teens and younger people um and also I'm not meeting people at my job and it's not like it's COVID. You can't just go to all these random big meetings yeah. safely per se. Mm-hmm. So I was just kind of thinking about those things. I was happy. I was, I was very happy how I was. I was rejoicing in God, but at the same time I knew that I would like to meet people, not necessarily for um, like, I wasn't bent on, I need to find someone or anything. I was just, I'd yeah. love to meet people as part of, yeah relationships because it gets lonely when you just live by yourself
0: even Mm -hmm. though i was
1: running to people's houses every day and i was i'm very active socially (laughs) but still i got this dating app and i was like i bet i can't meet anyone good on here like i was it was almost like incredulously i was just trying it out and seeing like what's gonna happen like i really doubted anything good would come off of it but I was on it for just a little bit. And the upward app is really nice because you both have to like each other before you can start messaging each other. So you don't just get a million messages from all kinds of people.
0: That's good. Yeah.
1: So I used it for like a week or something and I had some really good conversations with guys and I just deleted the app. Cause I was like, no, I can't do this. It's too, it takes too much effort. Cause I was like, I was like having serious conversations with people Like, basically, I would make sure the person was a really strong Christian and we would connect on that level. And it kind of got wearying on me. I'm like, what am I? It suddenly hit me. What am I doing? I am meeting guys that really love God. And it's a lot. It's a lot of work. And I remember just laying down on my bed and talking to God. and, And God spoke to my heart. And he was like, step out in faith. Anything you've had to do in your life so far that has gotten you anywhere, you've had to step out in faith like stepping out and getting um, therapy and stepping out and starting nursing school, stepping out, like putting myself out there and just taking the Mm -hmm. leap off the cliff and being like, I trust you, God, whatever goes, I'm all in for it and throw myself 100% in. So I came to that realization. Wow. I'm really trusting God. I'm not doing something wrong by using the dating app or anything. I'm trusting God. And I'm, I'm really, it's a step of faith to do that. Um, so I got back on it. I didn't use it all the time because it gets it's very intense if you have a lot of people trying to like chat with you or something.
0: It, it can get exhausting having mm-hmm. multiple conversations <laughs> at the same time. And no, I, I can completely understand. I can't say I've I've necessarily been there, but I can see how that would be mentally draining. It's like it's like arguing on Facebook, you know. <laughs> I mean I don't mind a solid debate, like a good conversation. Of course, things mm-hmm. can get nasty on Facebook, but it's it's time consuming uh-huh. to just like really put all your thoughts out there and, and handle it delicately and, and things like that. And so I'm sure when you're talking to multiple people at multiple levels on an app, trying to see like, does it make sense to continue with this conversation? Okay. Like, does it... How do I politely end this conversation <laughs> and that awkwardness?
1: Yeah, so am yeah,
0: I. I can understand that. Yeah,
1: yeah. No, I got really good at being able to tell guys nicely that I wasn't interested. It was really hard for me at first because I'm just a nice person and I don't like to be. I I have a hard time being super straightforward and blunt. So oh, it
0: sucks to be that person. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Oh, definitely. But, yeah. So when did you when did you meet Will?
1: I met Will, I think, I remember, I saw his uh, profile picture and I was like, handsome guy. And then I read his little bio. It was like, he's a Jew who believes in Jesus. And it just really impressed me. Um, And so I just, I just like, I liked him and I sent him a, like a message that was like had substance. Like when I was texting guys, I would actually like ask them uh, like, how did they come to Christ? I was really was trying to get to know like where they were at spiritually and so i started right off on that and well will told me he said he was surprised that someone really took that deep of an interest or would um (laughs) really had an in-depth conversation right off like that but um so we just started texting and my tactic Using the dating app, I would be so super out front and so super like, I really love God and Jesus is all my life. And Mm -hmm. I would try to make it seem like I wasn't. Yeah, like I was really strong and I was I try to make it seem like I really loved God and nothing else mattered. And Mm -hmm. I started bombing him with scripture verses.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nice.
1: (laughs) And the problem was no guy ever did this to me. Well, maybe a couple did have a few scripture verses, but he bombed me right back. He just went out quoting scripture after scripture about, um, yeah, it was amazing. And I was like, what? This guy actually knows the scriptures and he loves God. And it was pretty impressive. There came a point when we were texting, we texted for like two weeks before we actually met, but there came a point when I was like, I don't know, some conversation we had and I knew he had only like been a believer for maybe a couple years and I was like, is this really a fit or whatever? And at some point I said, I said something like water seeks its same level, and I don't feel like we're on the same level. And I don't I really don't think I'm the one for you. Oh man. <laughs> I totally said that and I quit texting him wow. once in a bit. And um I totally laid it down. Like I'm like, yeah. And he didn't give up. A couple days later okay. he was texting me again. <laughs> and so i kind of begrudgingly i started texting him again and then things got a little better and we were um just texting some more and then there was you know that there's a first friday dance in the center of lancaster
0: um i was telling him i, I know of first friday first friday but...
1: yeah there's oftentimes a jazz yeah. dance through the summer spring summer and fall months in lancaster okay. And I said, I'm going out to see the city. I was, I've been doing like some painting at the church. And then I was like, I told him I'd, I was going out to um, see the city and I hadn't been to the first dance before. So I'm going to go. And um, when I was there, I, I came back and I told him like several guys asked to dance with me, but I said, maybe next time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> and wow. then he was like, I'm coming over. <laughs> would you mind? Oh, like, he was man. like, would you mind if we came over and we'll, and we'll walk around Lancaster? I'll come to the dance with you. And it was already like the dance was almost finished. It was already like 8 p.m. by that time. And he's like in king of pressure an hour away. So I was like, oh, sure. The dance might be finished, but we can like walk around the city and stuff.
0: For anybody that's listening, (laughs) I mean, Faith and I were we're recording online as I normally do. And for anybody who hasn't listened to our previous episode, we're sitting like a mile apart. And sadly enough, since June, we actually haven't even, like, gotten together to hang out face to face, which is pretty funny. Like, my wife and I, we definitely got to have you guys over for dinner so we can actually meet, which would be cool. So: oh, but totally. It's, I'd love it's that. We'd love for that. For anybody that's like, they're talking about Lancaster, like they both know the place. Like, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know First Friday. <laughs> I haven't been in a while, but I do know, uh, but I have not heard of the the First Friday dance that that they do. But that's, yeah, that's pretty cool.
1: It is. It's super cool. So, anyone will anyway. Will came over, and I was pretty smitten, and I think he was pretty smitten. Kind of like
0: mm-hmm. we
1: really liked each other, and nice. yeah, we walked around Lancaster. It was dark, and then we came to. I'm renting a little studio, and my brother is my brother lives in the room right behind. And one of my brothers was there, so we came to this um, to this fixer up house. My brother's fixing up. And I made, I had made hot chocolate and cookies. And so my brother chatted and we all chatted together. And then we spent a little bit longer time just chatting and that was the first date. So, (laughs) but yeah. Nice. And it just kind of went faster and faster from there. Although I did have, there was a few times when I was really just had to lay everything on the altar and be like, God, is this where I should be? But
0: Yeah. So when when was it that you officially started dating? <laughs>
1: well, officially started dating. Well, we were, we met. We started talking like mid September. Okay. Like the last week or two of September, and then um, it was October first, the first time we met.
0: <laughs> nice. And what else has happened since then?
1: Um. Well, I'm engaged. <laughs>
0: All right. <laughs> Fantastic. So when did that happen?
1: That happened on the day after Christmas.
0: Wow. That's pretty cool. How how did he pop the question?
1: Oh, so um I was at Thanksgiving in Minnesota with my family and my aunt was there and she recently moved to Florida. She had come up to Minnesota for um the family gathering and she was like, "Um we would love to meet you. We would love to meet you and Will." And so I was like, hey, hey, can we come down sometime? And she was like, yes, come down anytime. You should come down at Christmas. And I was like, yes, because I missed last Christmas because I was in Colombia, So right. I got to miss the Christmas in Florida. So the next day I found really cheap tickets and I bought them. And Will was like, oh, yes, I'll come with you. Nice. <laughs> so we went down to Florida and I wasn't necessarily expecting him to pop the question then. But Christmas Day, we spent at the beach and there was a thousand people there. Like it was packed. It was beautiful day. It was gorgeous, like in the 80s. Wow. Um, and I started wondering if maybe he had a ring with him or something because he was being really protective of his bag. And I was like, <laughs> okay, maybe there's a ring. <laughs> but there was too oh many my. people at the beach, so he didn't do it that way. And then the next day we were hanging out. We were leaving uh, the evening of the next day. So we were hanging out and he's like can we go on a walk and i was like yeah sure and um so i went and i asked my aunt like is there any good walking trails around and she said oh yeah there's this one not far on um, this nature trail and so there was so we went walking on the nature trail well actually my aunt was like but sorry i can't let you use the car because insurance issues i have to take you there so mm. she went with us and we went walking on this nature trail and saw a 13 foot alligator just like a couple feet off the trail, which oh, I stopped to get a picture with it. My aunt took a picture with me, but Will just kept <laughs> on walking. Like, it, alligators aren't his thing.
0: Oh, wow. <laughs> but
1: I think that's the closest I've been to a huge alligator, but
0: I do Yeah, alive. that's crazy.
1: But yeah, we had a fun nature walk. And then when we got back to the house, we were leaving for the plane in a few hours. And I knew Will, I somehow knew Will wanted to walk with just me instead of with my aunt and me. So I was like, let's keep Mm -hmm. on walking. And he was like, yes, let's. We kept on walking just around the development. And on a certain corner, I don't know why or which corner. I don't know why he picked that corner, but I guess it was a very romantic corner because he got down on one knee. And I like started dancing around and jumping around before I even said yes. (laughs) And then he was like, oh, is she going to say yes or not? Oh, yeah. I said yes. And yeah. The funnest like I think I have the most romantic um, relationship. It was like the funnest way to get engaged. (laughs) Couldn't have asked for anything better.
0: That's really cool. And that's so perfect too. Mm -hmm. I definitely have like a few questions and like a Mm -hmm. lot of directions. I really want to go with this quite honestly. So I've been, I've been wanting for a while to have somebody on the podcast that met somebody through online. And so it's cool that you, you have that. I had no idea of that before. So one of my questions for you is how do you know that your heart is in the right place to start trying online dating?
1: That's a really good question. That's kind of what I came to after I had just, well, I just saw the ad for it and I was like, why not? Let me see if there's even any good guy, on, like good Christian guy on here just for like chatting purposes, just kind of to see. And then when I saw mm-hmm. that there was guys on there that were, like strong Christians, that's when I got off it and I was like searching my heart. And I came to the point where God was telling me, you're stepping out in faith. This is good. Like it was that, it was that peace knowing in my heart that even though I was satisfied in Christ, it was fine for me to step out in this way. Cause it's part of, I mean, it's, it's part of nature.
0: (laughs) Yeah. And it's completely natural. Cause like, I don't, I don't feel like taking that step forward is a sign of, Of a lack of faith, you know, it's it's something where it's like, okay, you know, what? I think I'm going to do this. I'm going to trust God in this.
1: Exactly. Yeah. No, I had to come to that very same place of like God showed me that it was actually trusting him more. It was harder to actually step out and trust him and use the dating app rather than just sit back and live my own life in my own little bubble. Like it was actually trusting God more and stepping out in faith and believing him and obeying him in a sense of the word.
0: Yeah. And so how do you how exactly do you differentiate for stepping out in faith in in meeting people online versus doing it out of a sense of loneliness or desperation? How how does that differentiate there?
1: Well, I think God uses loneliness. I mean, he used loneliness to me to kind of show me, hey, like. You need people in your life. And I think God uses loneliness, but desperation maybe is the word that I would kind of shy away from. Like, I was satisfied. I could spend an hour with God, and I was happy in Him. I was satisfied never meeting someone. I was satisfied if I would live the rest of my life single. I knew there was lots of avenues I could serve God in. So it's not like I was desperate. But I was honestly enjoying getting to meet people and knowing people. So if that kind of answers your question, it's not really so much of a differentiation as... It's the way God works, it's the course of nature, and God uses those things to bring people together. He uses your longings and your desires to make you want to meet people. So
0: yeah, no, I think that explains it very well and and that's very healthy. I think I think it is important to to come to a place of trusting God in whatever direction He might take you. And I feel like when we when we did our episode last year, I feel like we really kinda kinda got you at that sweet spot. Cause like I feel like I was in that sweet spot for a short time before I met Larissa, where I was like, Okay, God, like if you want me to be single for the rest of my life, like that's okay. I'm going to go forward with that. And and I could sense that joy in you when we did our episode where you were just so thrilled in whatever God might have in store. And that was just such an awesome thing to see when when we recorded that episode, and so I, I think it's I think it's great to to get to that point of God'm I'm, I'm trusting you entirely and and I'm okay with whatever you have moving forward and and you know what if if I'm gonna try online dating, like I'm stepping out in faith that if this is a direction you want me to go that you will guide my steps along with this, if it is not, that you'll you'll make that clear. Totally. And maybe there's something more that you want me to teach. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe there's something more that you want me to learn in this particular chapter in my life.
1: Exactly. Yeah, that's where my heart was at. And yeah, I'm so thankful I stepped out. Yeah. <laughs> and it actually helped me because it helped me realize who I was. Because I was able to like say no to a lot of guys and I was able to be like, this is who I am. One guy asked me like what are you looking for in a guy? And I wrote the list down of what things I was looking for in a guy, like someone who is strong in Christ, someone who is a servant leader, like things like that. And and also like what I wanted to be for a man because I hadn't really thought about that much um much before and that was really good for me. It was like it was like a I was growing and becoming stronger in who I was. I knew who I was and I knew who I was in Christ, but it was good to like just kind of um look at things again and be like, okay, what am I really looking for in a person if this would go somewhere? So it was really healthy for me.
0: And and I think you brought up another good point there where you you held strongly to your standards, and that's very important, and I think that's something that can differentiate somebody who is trusting God versus acting out of desperation because people who are acting out of desperation are – much more likely to sacrifice their own standards and, and compromise what it is that they're exactly looking for in a relationship. And that's where it gets dicey. It gets into a kind of a sketchy relationship. You're, you're compromising on what you value in a relationship on your own values. And, and so that's really great to have that perspective going into online dating. Mm Mm-hmm just to say, no, these are my standards. I'm okay with whatever God takes this. And mm-hmm. so I'm not going to compromise on that just because I I want a Mrs. in front of my name, you know?
1: Mm-hmm. Totally. Yeah, 100% agree. And that was good for me because it was actually one of the guys that asked me, hey, what are you exactly looking for? I kind of knew what I was looking for um, because I knew who I was, but it really did me good to like write it down and be like, okay, this is what I'm looking for.
0: Yeah, definitely. I, Larissa, she had written down what she wanted in a husband and I managed to match each and every one of those things, which is pretty cool. So, so it's good to, good to write it down. If, if you're in a place of, of, hey, you're, you're wanting to be in a relationship, write down what you want to find in a spouse. And, and of course, as, as I continue to say time and time again, Pray to God. Make sure your heart is in the right place. If it's not in the right place, pray to God that he can help you get into the right place. Because that's just so much more important than anything else. Because that's going to get you into a healthy relationship if that's something God has in store for you. Versus the the landmines that can come along with an unhealthy relationship.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So as you are getting to know Will and... How how did you know that things were going in the right direction? That things were looking to become more of a permanent relationship? And what what about them stood out to you? And sorry that I have this tendency to jumble three questions into one single question, but <laughs> but have at it.
1: <laughs> I'll try to answer it the best I can. But All yes. Right. Um so what made me really think that things were going in the right direction was that like I accepted him into my life. Like he started hanging out he started going to church with me and I immediately bombarded him with all my friends. Um, I was like, if this guy really wants me, he's going to accept my friends and my family too. I felt so strong about that. And that's one of the things Mm I had written on my list. I was like, um, accepting me means accepting my friends and family too. And so (laughs) immediately, like I brought him to meet my mom and I have 11 siblings. So there's a lot of us. Um, I brought him to church with me, and I had been bringing the city kids to church with me, too. So we got to hang out afterwards, and I just watched how he interacted with them and how he accepted my friends, and I took him to different of my friends' houses and just introduced him to everybody. And he took it all in stride, and he was like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I love meeting your friends. And he's, like, we're very opposite in personalities. He's very quiet and reserved, and he thinks through everything before he talks. And I'm a little bit the opposite. I'm more extemporaneous and um, giggly and very extroverted. But at the same time, him with that personality, he was happy to meet my friends and he seemed at ease and he enjoyed meeting people. And so that really told me things were going in the right direction because mm-hmm. he was loving my friends and family, too. And I and I also something I did, I would never text him. I would just see, like, does this guy really want me? And he texts me every yeah. single night. There was a couple times. No, there was in November, like two days in a row, he didn't text me. And I was like, oh, my, like, what? Because <laughs> he mm-hmm. had gotten on such a good record of texting me all the time. And so I knew he was serious because I wasn't like texting him about everything, trying to get a guy. He was the one who was like pursuing me. And i that's how I knew things were going in the right direction, that he was serious because I kind of, that was really something I was scared of. Someone who like was all into me at first, but then would be like, mm-hmm. no. And so I just kind of held back and I let him pursue me a while. And, yeah. um.
0: Do you think it's important <laughs> to feel pursued?
1: <laughs> For me, it is. For me, okay. it is. And I, I almost no. enjoy, I enjoy the surrender it takes to be sitting back and be like, No. If he wants me, he's gonna come after me and yeah. it's really it's really fulfilling then when he does, and that makes me so mm-hmm. happy. Like it's different for everybody, but for me, I love being I love being pursued. And, yeah.
0: and gonna, I And I think that's healthy too. Like when when it comes to like you met you mentioned that you had reached out to him initially, is that right?
1: I'm not sure because we both needed to like each other, so it was mutual.
0: Okay, so, so I'm not you sure both who mutually liked each other. Liked first, each
1: other. Before you can message each other, they have to both like each
0: other. Okay. And and did you message message him first?
1: That's a really hard question because the, the way it works is um, if he likes me and I didn't like mm-hmm. him yet, he can't message me. Okay. But if I like him and he's already has liked me, kind of that first kind of initial liking, then I can send a message. Mm-hmm. So, no, I think I was the one that sent a message first, but he had liked okay. me first or something like that. Or maybe I can't gotcha. remember if I liked his profile. Okay. Like it, 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 <laughs> okay. It, I can't decide who liked who first.
0: Yeah, I'm. I'm just. Yeah, as far as like who liked who first, um, I'm more so asking like who sent the. I think I remember earlier mentioned you sent him a message.
1: I think I did first, right? I think okay. I did send a big in depth message saying like, "Hey, it's amazing that you are a believer. Like, tell me more about what led you to Jesus. Like, something cool. like that." Okay.
0: And how do you feel about girls making the first move or guys making the first move? Of course, the first move would be loosely defined in this scenario mm-hmm. because you both have to make sure you're on the same page before going forward. But but how do you feel as far as, as making the first move and where that's important?
1: I think God can use anything. So okay. that's where I stand. I yeah. have no I have no judgment anywhere
0: mm-hmm. and and maybe and maybe I'm just like a little bit of a traditionalist in the sense of I I feel like it's important for a guy to make the move first because I feel like making the first move is in a way putting yourself out there which it sounds like up work upward upward it's mutual upward. Okay, I feel like upward it's so mutual and that and that helps. But it's I I feel like it's healthy for the guy to be the one to put himself out there and face rejection. But by all means, if if a girl likes a guy, I strongly encourage to just like go out there and lay traps. Like <laughs> go like trip in front of him. See if he helps you up. I don't know. Like to find those little little ways to trip him up and get him to pursue you and you know and to make him feel the inclination you just might be interested i i feel like that's kind of the way it i feel like that's healthy but again i'm a traditionalist there's many people that might disagree and and i i wouldn't be able to say well look at this scripture and this is Pointing otherwise, it's just based on how I feel of of how how guys take rejection, how girls take rejection. But I think, yeah, that's me. Guy, yeah. guys should make a move, but girls should. I would hey, go out there to, and lay traps.
1: I would tend to prefer that as well. Okay, but that's why I was kind of taking the back seat then and seeing like, is he going to text me like that kind yeah. of thing?
0: And that's good because because one thing you don't want to do is be in a one-way relationship Mm -hmm. because I'm sure most people have been in that where it's just like, you're going the extra mile, you're doing all the work and you're, you're not getting that clarity on, on being on the same page Mm -hmm. of, of how much you like them, how much they like you. Mm -hmm. And when you, when you get into, to that place of, of your, you're both just knowing this is right. This is forever. Like I'm, I'm pursuing you to the ends of the earth, and mm-hmm. you're pursuing me back. I think that's a really healthy thing to do. And so it's, especially early on in a relationship or pre-relationship, it's good to just kind of, kind of check. Okay, like are are they really into me, or are they just moving forward because this is mm-hmm. in front of them? And this is easy, you know?
1: Yeah. No. And that's that's I didn't want it to be easy for him. That's why I was yeah. taking the vaccine, nice. and I thought it was terribly cute. I was like, "Okay, I got several offers to be danced with," and he was like, "I'm coming." And then I knew yeah. like, for sure, okay, he's serious. But, nice. But, oh, yeah. that's so
0: great. Yeah, yeah, he's he's got a yeah. It's great. He put himself out there. Mm-hmm. And do you know? Do you know? Do you guys have a date set yet?
1: Yes, May twenty first. We are getting married. May twenty first. I already have the dress. That is I already. Awesome. Loss of the wedding plans are kind of finalized, or like. Made up because I have a semester of nursing school to do okay. yet, and I'm I'm jumping into it. Um, well, I'm actually doing pre course work. I have my book right here right now, <laughs> but
0: oh my! I'm goodness. jumping into
1: it next week, so the wedding is going to be like a week or two after the semester finishes. So,
0: <laughs> okay, nice. That'll that'll be a lot happening at one time. Yeah, but that'll be good. Like like all the all the pre work definitely pays off. Mm-hmm. Like the more you have planned ahead of time the better and that's just definitely a good way to go
1: and yes and yes oh i didn't tell you what i really really love about well that was very early on it was his well first of all he loves god and he's had a very definite strong experience with jesus that has changed him miraculously inside and out and Mm -hmm. you can definitely see that in his life and also he is the smartest person on the planet i think i'm a little biased but he is terribly smart I mean, All right. he's gone to college and everything, and, um, but with him being so smart, he also has realized that he needs Jesus, and you usually don't find those two together, um, mm-hmm. like a humility along with being extremely smart and, an acceptance of everybody and everyone, like, he is so accepting, um, I was so, I was, like, shocked, because I didn't know that he would accept me, because I've been through a lot, as I shared in my earlier podcast, and... Mm-hmm. I was, that's one thing I was scared of. I was scared of rejection once he really started to get to know me and what I'd been through and stuff. And that was just not the case. Like, nothing fazed him. He was like, look who you are now. Look what God is making you. He he said that he actually expects people, he has a deeper understanding of how God works. Like, he says that people who have gone to deeper places oftentimes are the people that realize they need Jesus. And his power in their life is more evident and I was like wow you are so smart and and that's what led him to just he just accepted me and he's like yes this is who I want he told me he was ready to propose on the first date but I'm glad he waited oh, wow. a little bit <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's that's probably a good thing <laughs> and and it's good to like just be in a place where you know that it's a permanent thing i mean my uh, my wife and i we reached that point pretty early as well but of course you know i i did give it some time and i was planning initially to propose to her in september so we met in april uh sorry we met in february started dating in april and my initial plan was to propose in september but god had he he put up some red flags not necessarily just like her but things that got in the way of the plan that we had to to fake elope and and do mm-hmm. all of that and <laughs> yeah and like i literally prayed to god i was like cuz we we had we had flights paid for we had all these different plans set up and it just felt like there was there was a couple things that were popping up and it was just becoming difficult and there was just different hurdles that were standing in the way and it just felt like red flags and i was i remember i was working and I was just thinking about all these things that were starting to pop up and become difficult to get over. And I prayed to God. I was like, God, if you want me to postpone this, just give me one more red flag. Just give me one more reason and and I will I'll push off these plans to fake elope. And sure enough, that very evening. Larissa's brother Bobby. He calls me because he was planning to join us as well, mm-hmm. and my concern was disrupting his plans because mm-hmm. you know this was the plan. And he's like, "Hey guys, I'm really sorry, but I there's an event an event happening up in New Hampshire that I really feel like God wants me to speak at, and it's going to be the same weekend that that we're planning on that fake elopement thing. and And I think it's going to be a lot of fun. I I think it's a blast. I really want to go to California, but it's just. I'm just not going to be able to do it because of the conflict. And I didn't even have to skip a beat at that point. Like that was so much clarity right there. And so I was like, I was like, okay, you want to go in December instead? And he's like, yeah, yeah, sure. Like I would be totally down to go and do this in December instead. So it was like, I had already prayed about it. God had just answered my prayer by him calling Mm -hmm. me. So it was just so great. And so I mean, I guess that would be my encouragement to, uh, wh- whether it's you or anybody else, if there's anything that causes a friction that just doesn't seem right, just pray, God, God, just give me one more red flag. Just give me one more reason and I'll listen, you know? And mm-hmm. it's it's cool that God can speak in that way. And it's it's powerful when he does. It's like, mm-hmm. whoa, like the big whoa moments. and And I'm not even sure if I... I don't think I've been told that in my story uh, when I shared in the podcast, because there's so many, so many little tidbits to that entire story. It just gets too long. Like, yeah, <laughs> no, I, enjoy, I really enjoyed
1: listening to it. That was a pretty fantastic um, uh, dating and engagement story.
0: Yeah. Oh, man, it was. Yeah, it was definitely so wild. And so with with getting married up coming up in May now, did you tell me that? When you get married, that's going to be your first kiss.
1: Uh no, I was—he was the first person I ever kissed, my first romantic kiss ever. Um, yes, Will got it.
0: <laughs> he has oh, got that's it. awesome. Yes. Okay, so so Will was your first kiss. That's fantastic. yes.
1: Will was my first kiss. So, and that's—I didn't like—I never thought about it before, just because it wasn't on my radar. So, and yeah. for him, he—we come from opposite backgrounds. For him, he was like, "That's." that's normal. That's what everybody does. And oh,
0: okay. me coming
1: from a very conservative background, it was like, no. Um, so yeah, but I'm proud to say that he's my first kiss.
0: That's wonderful. <laughs> and that's, that's really good too. Cause, cause sometimes and of course, getting, getting romantic at different levels with people that can kind of take a part of who you are in a sense Mm -hmm. and it's it's so healthy to to have that healthy reservation of course like saving sex for marriage is such a a huge and important thing and and i'm sure you're in the in the scenario of like okay like this is not as easy as everyone talked about it to be like it it can be tough recognizing okay this is the person i'm gonna be with forever Mm -hmm. but then it's like that temptation it's going to continue to chase after you and and i'll tell you what like it's it's difficult but it's healthy mm-hmm. and then in marriage it's just a wonderful thing mm-hmm. and it's it's really cool to, to be able to get to that point and yeah i'm really excited for you guys i mean my recommendation is is don't spend time alone. I'm sure you're already on top of all these things. I think you're surrounded by a lot of really great people and a lot of great influences but don't spend time alone hang out with friends as much as you can and uh, and you know enjoy this time. it's gonna it's gonna feel like it's gonna take a forever to get through it but but enjoy it. do your best to enjoy where God has you.
1: Yeah. And I really am enjoying it. I know starting school is going to put me way busy, so I won't have that much yeah. time to spend with him because I have been spending quite a bit of time with him in the last few weeks just being finished with school, so.
0: Mhm. Definitely. So, what encouragement do you have for people on this Valentine's Day that are that are single and and lonely and aren't sure what what they should be doing next? I
1: would say that, recognize that it's okay to be lonely. That's a feeling God gives you. God gives you the feeling of loneliness. Let the loneliness drive you to Christ himself. And it's okay. It's okay if you need to cry. It's okay if there's some tears. It's okay if there's a feel of loss or something that you don't have that you want. God is using that to draw you to himself. And that's a beautiful thing when you can get in God's presence and Let him take all that loneliness and that pain and fill it up with his presence. And ultimately, in the end, God actually might use that loneliness to drive you to um, get out and get to know some people too. But that would be my encouragement for people this Valentine's Day. There's this, I just came across when I was reading today, a quote from Elizabeth Elliot. um, Mm -hmm. Nothing is more conducive to joy than forgetting all about ourselves and delighting in the Lord. And that's a beautiful, um, a beautiful takeaway, even for me now. Like, I can forget about, if I forget about all the stresses of wedding planning and all this and choose to delight in the Lord, that gives me true and deep and lasting joy. And even in time of loneliness and pain, if you're facing Valentine's Day by yourself, choose to forget all about yourself and purposely delight in the Lord. And he will bring you into an awesome relationship with him. And most likely, if nature takes the course of things, you'll be um, in an awesome relationship with another person, too. So,
0: All right. Awesome. Well, uh, on that note, is there a special verse or a verse that's been on your heart lately that you'd like to share?
1: <laughs> Delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. I've totally, all, right. all my desires are being filled up above and beyond and through every struggle and every trial. It's just amazing to me how God has brought me from a deep place of pain and hurt. And like, I just keep saying, I'm so thankful when I'm with Will. I'm like, I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful for how God has brought you into my life, how loving and accepting you are and how God has brought me from pain and misery and struggles and showed me he is very, very real in that place. And then brought me yeah. to this place of joy and kind of this more level, stable place where I'm just, I'm happy. I'm so happy <laughs> and God is so good. <laughs> and I know that even, I know there's going to be challenges like,
0: yeah, yeah,
1: life is challenges, but I am very resilient, especially having gone through everything I've gone through. And it's gonna just going to get better and better until... Both Will and I get to see Jesus face to face. So,
0: yeah, yeah, absolutely right. So, how can, how can me and the listeners be praying for you right now?
1: Yeah. Pray for, pray for Will and I that we can just continue to grow deeper and deeper into a relationship with Christ. And yes. Just find our place together as a couple, serving him in his kingdom.
0: All right. Sounds good. We'll definitely be praying. Faith, I really appreciate you joining me for this episode. It's been awesome. Like you've had so many wonderful things to share and, and I really hope that people listening gain a lot of encouragement out of this. So
1: Uh, thank so, you yeah. so much. Thanks so much for joining. Yeah, thank you so much for hosting me. And definitely. Yeah. I hope all you listeners out there can be blessed and you can find uh, amazing joy in Jesus because he's the most awesome thing that ever existed.
0: <laughs> all right. Awesome. So, um, everybody, uh, be sure to like, share, subscribe this episode. If there is somebody that pops into your head while you're listening, hey, share it with them. Maybe it's a, maybe, maybe this is something that they need to be hearing. But I really appreciate all of you, all the listeners, and I really hope that you guys can get out there and seize the day, maximize every chapter in your life. We'll see you next episode. Thanks for listening to the Thriving in Singleness podcast.
1: Look for new episodes wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.